Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. Hello, Jim. How are we? How you doing? How's your stomach feeling? I'm all right. I, it's not good, honestly. All of a sudden, I was just telling you before we got on, uh, I think I finally hit the point here where acid reflux is going to be here to stay. So I'm learning the hard way. I keep forgetting, and then I eat a bunch of jalapeno peppers and on top of something, and then I'm just my chest is sizzling. So I got... Thumbos. I got behind me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to stop doing all the stuff that bothers me. I'm me allergic. Either. I have problems with everything. Beer gives me the sniffles now. Really? I love beer. I'm not going to stop drinking beer. It gives me an allergy attack. Just You're just symptom managing 24-7 now. Yeah. No, I don't. I just deal with it. <laughs> and it's sucked down water. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a hard road ahead. I can feel it coming, but... Besides that, uh, took a bit, took a bath on the UFC gambling Saturday night, and then just sat and watched the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, go for it. Didn't didn't touch that. Well, we were both in the same boxes, I think. I don't know if you got into that one at Bardo. Didn't yeah. win shit. So, oh, I don't know if I won. I assume I never didn't. never have won one of those. So, I've won not the one at Bardo, but I've won them before. I won the uh, the Giants when they were eleven point dogs. I won that one. Just did that thing where you lose a bunch of money, wake, lose a bunch of money gambling, and wake up and just act like it didn't happen. Just eat a bunch of candy on the couch and try to forget about. It. <laughs> That's my weekend. Chris, how are you? I'm well. How was your weekend? How was the I bowl did, game? Did you watch I, the bowl game? Yeah, we had some friends over to watch the Super Bowl and uh, friends. What are they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, kind of came to the decision that um. The only way I'm ever having friends over again is if I have a thousand of them and I don't really have to talk to any of them because I'm running around like a lunatic. So, because uh, I don't feel like engaging with human beings anymore. That's, That's pretty much it. Wrestling fans, <laughs> wrestling fans, I'll engage with them, but not humans. Shame. It's the, the jobs that we have. We have to talk to people on a regular basis. I just want to shut off. Yeah. So we watched Super Bowl, uh, realized that, um, so, you know, I made some snacks. I made some nachos, and when I want to make nachos, instead of using tor- uh, like tortilla chips, I'll use Doritos. Mm. And uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think it was spicy chili and then nacho cheese, the original. Mm. I just grabbed whatever two bags were right there, and uh, yeah, Doritos are fucking disgusting. Not them. tasting, not tasting, but what yeah. they do to you afterwards at forty-six years old, just like you guys were saying, and just nah, can't do it. We both Palm oil. Went- What's in it? We yeah, we both went to bed like uh, now. I mean, luckily enough that like my my diet. I don't want to go and say it's my it's clean, but my diet is good enough to where I fuck up. And, uh, but usually by the morning I'm fine. I don't feel bloated. I don't feel gross. It's not this overabundance of shit being loaded into me to where it lasts for hours on end. But that night I was kind of like we looked at each other and I picked up. Yeah, I picked up the Doritos. That was me burping. By the way. <laughs> I picked up the Doritos. That was a nice Red Bull eruption. I picked up the Doritos. Uh, well, there was two things. Picked up the Doritos, looked at my wife, scraped them right in the trash. Mm-hmm. And then our friends brought a pie over. And I was throwing the trash like outside. And I looked at my wife and I looked at the pie and I opened the trash bag. And I was like, 
right in there. There was a whole <laughs> fucking fight. Like one beast they're gonna have to throw that the fuck out too. So but yeah. Super Bowl. Um that's all I got. Excuse me. Yeah, had a, had a great night at at work. Can I tell you about my night at work? Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's just Hopefully, the, it's exciting. Well, it was e- it was it was loaded with ejections and um and uh, not nice. I'm sorry, not ejections. Uh, yelling at people. Nice. Uh, for smashing furniture oh. against the ground, you know, banging stools against the ground. Oh, so it, you it was fired like a little up. a little a little like you know grip on the back of the head. Get yelled at, and they make the face like their mom just yelled at them. But, yeah. While they're getting yelled at, um, I had a woman who I believe was so drunk a demon had possessed her and it was trying to escape as they were bringing her out the door. Uh, there's actually a video of that I will be showing you guys when I see you in post. Oh, let's go. Video oh, boy, let's do it. I can't really do it here. And um, got to uh, plunge a toilet uh, that had a women's toilet, which is always more fun, that had uh, cocoa pebbles floating in it as I was plunging. And I was plunging <laughs> the toilet. Yeah, little 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 poo-poo flakes doing a spin. Oh. Uh, I found out that the toilet needed plunging because I was downstairs getting ice and there was water coming from the ceiling and I had to trace my steps as to what I was underneath. <laughs> like, oh God. So I ran upstairs and I'm plunging the toilet in sync with the guy banging the stool. So needless to say, I'm like, I'm fucking done this shit. You're fucking getting it. <laughs> oh my God. So that was my, and then I had to go back. I was there at like four o'clock in the morning. I had to go back at like 10 a.m. So I was like, Nice. Well done. Uh, the end of the Super Bowl. You earned it. I did. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Did I miss anything? Um, no, no. They did, a half, they did a halftime show that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They, they did a halftime show that all the people that, um, you know, every, uh, everybody loves Snoop and Dr. Dre. Yeah. America loves them. When they were new, America was uh, terrified of them. Yes, of course. But uh, now they love them. Um, they did a so they did a live, you know, hip hop show in a seventy thousand seat arena, which I can guarantee you from working concerts for so long. If you were there, you couldn't hear shit. Um, but yeah, other than that, and a lot of really bad commercials that told me that if I didn't have cryptocurrency, I was old and dumb. So that was about it. You can you tell that cryptocurrency is real because they have to advertise during the Super Bowl too convince people to get involved brandon thoughts yeah i think they've reached a precipice now where they've got to convince a new group of people that this is a good idea so that they other people like me can dump their shit onto them (laughs) throw their lives into them again this seems too good to be true i'm I'm (laughs) it well it was funny because one of the commercials they ran a qr code bouncing across the screen like the old dvd thing that would Mm -hmm. go like this right so of course i pulled out my phone and scanned it well, apparently I found out the next day that three quarters of the United States of America scanned that fucking thing and the website just went dead. <laughs> like, who's thinking behind this shit? Well, they got everybody, I guess. I don't know. They crashed it, but I guess they got a yeah. couple of people, right? It, it, it just reminds me of the year it was Tennessee and St. Louis and everything was a dot com and none of the commercials yeah. really made any sense as to what they did. Didn't we just and, talk about this last week? Yeah. And then all yeah. those commercials, all those companies are gone. It's, yeah. it's fucking hilarious. We'll do it. We're gonna have so what we live in. Yeah, crypto, crypto bowl. All right, let's talk about wrestling. Uh, we had other stuff to talk about, but big news came out today. Is it? Isn't it? Cody Rhodes is leaving AEW. He has announced that he is not resigning. 
there's all kinds of rumors out there. Um, I don't know what's true. <laughs> we'll probably never know because wrestling's weird. Uh, supposedly he might be going back to WWE. I don't see why that's in anyone's. If you like Cody, I don't know why you'd be excited about that, except for that he's getting paid. I I don't know. This is this is a kind of weird thing. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, it is a weird thing. I I can't imagine how this went down except for Cody Rhodes trying to call Tony Khan's bluff in some negotiation, and it just devolved to this point because he's had pretty much had his entire life invested in this these networks now where he's not just the vp on aew he's uh got that road to the top he hosts their like whatever game show is on tbs and i'm assuming he's going to lose all of that with this so it's going to be pretty costly for him um the one thing i did now this was Meltzer said this and i don't know how true this is right but the one thing the one thing i did read that i thought was interesting was that he had no equity in the company, nor did any, nor do any of those wrestlers that you think of as like the founders of AEW. It's a hundred percent owned by the con. So, um, that could be part of it. I mean, that's a massive fuck up by those four guys by not negotiating yep. any, any ownership of this. Um, so I'm not, I, once I heard that it was a little bit less surprising, but it, uh, probably going to end up costing Cody Rhodes some money here. This bluff. Chris thoughts. Well, it's funny you say that. Like, I, I didn't think about that at all with the other programs he's got. Like, he's got that go, he's on that go big show, which I can probably almost guarantee he's going to get let go after this year. I don't know. I mean, it's like a two or three, it's a filler show. I don't know who watches it, but it's like, it looks like one of those shows where it's like, oh, you remember that? And then it disappears. And then two, three years down the road, they bring it back to fill some more time slots. Um, I don't know what to think about this. You know, I mean, I my brain doesn't get doesn't wrap around the inner workings of companies that well. I don't know who's who, who pays what, what their position, what they do. Um, so, you know, it's it's a very strange thing. I find it hilarious how like like what you said, Jim, that people are like, oh, he's gonna, it's WWE and 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 they're going to be so much better and watch out, it's going to come back and it's going to like like we've I talked about, you know. This last, I take a talk about it a lot. Like, that's, that's this dude that's never moved the fucking needle for anybody everywhere. And it's also about? Cody Rhodes. Oh, you don't think Cody Rhodes was a big draw for AEW? Oh, for AEW, yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, he's not going to go back to, to, he's a right, bigger star. Get... He's a bigger star since he left. Right. He went to AEW. He's a huge, he's a big wrestling star. Right. He goes back. I, I just don't see people leaving AEW to suddenly. I'm not suddenly going to care about WWE again. WWE stinks. It's hard to watch. They're not going to. Cody's not going to show up, and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, this is fucking exciting." Let me. I might watch his debut if I know that's on there. I'll watch it on YouTube. Oh, I, I don't see. I don't see them. If WWE is to re-sign him, number one, the only reason he would do it, Cody, I think, is for money. Because this, if he did. Like Brandon says, like possibly blew it with trying to bargain his way to a bigger contract than he they were willing to pay him. If he goes to WWE and he gets paid, like what is WWE going to do with him? He's not suddenly shot to the top of the. He wasn't at the top of the title picture in AEW. He's not going to be the top of the title picture in WWE. I just, I just don't. It doesn't make sense for him to go to WWE as a choice. That's why I think no, Brandon's that- idea makes sense. Go ahead. That show, WB is over. They're not, they're not trying, even trying to be interesting. They're packaging no. that thing up to sell. There's no like excitement of Cody Rhodes of proving back to WWE that he can be the top of the card guy. Like that, 
there's nothing there anymore. This was just a, a fuck up and now he'll go take a check somewhere else. It's the only way. The only reason I think that is because nothing else would make sense. Okay, Chris, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Yeah, like he's probably got other things going on maybe that he, why would you? He still has the monster factory. Right. So he's, well, I mean, whatever that, what's his company? The, what, what, what's QT Marshall? N- Nightmare, 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 Nightmare factory. factory. He's still got that. He's still running that. But it just seems like he's got it's a just very, it's, I mean, like, I yeah, I mean, we just assume it's just like he's got enough money. He's on TV. Right. You know, I mean, and just because he didn't go, just because he didn't re-sign with AEW doesn't mean that he's not going to re-sign with AEW four years from now if they're still around or with somebody else at some point. Like, maybe he's just done for right now. It's it's just it's funny to me how it's like, oh, he didn't sign with AEW. He must be going back to WWE. It just doesn't make sense. AEW is going to be off the air. Oh, boy. Losing people. Oh, boy. And it's just like. The internet's amazing right now. Well, you know, the funny thing is, because you were showing me stuff from that today. It's like the funny thing about that is, is they automatically people can't get their heads out of their asses about WCW and WWE. And they just assume that, you know, like. You know, if 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 if, if AEW started like kind of getting in a position in which they're losing people or whatever, TBS or or Time Warner could dump them as a program, but they can't close the business. They don't own it, right? right? So if somebody dumped AEW, right? And first of all, like just say just say hypothetically, if that were to happen, they're not getting dumped. They're going from TBS. They're getting shuffled to True TV, and they're going to bounce off of every single one of their networks until they just finally go enough, and then somebody else will pick it up. Right. It's just like, but people are automatically, yeah, people (laughs) will paramount that is now. Spike has been around a while. (laughs) I don't know when Spike was around, but it's like, and he could, they could follow it up with the, they could, it could follow up Yellowstone (laughs) on fucking Spike. (laughs) That fucking piece of shit. They end up on Hulu every week. Oh, God. Yeah. So I I just think it's funny how it's like, ooh, Cody Rhodes is leaving. (sighs) This multi-billion dollar corporation that we support rabidly, and we want them to succeed even though they give us nothing in return except taking our time. We want them to win. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, I, I'll br- I already brought this up, but I'll bring it up again just because I think it, it's worth, you know, noting in more deta- detail how badly those four guys screwed up taking the excitement from that. What was it? All in or all out was ever their first pay per view. All in. Getting, getting the financial backing, setting it up, bringing all the guys in, putting butts in the seats, and then somehow negotiating 0% ownership of anything that they do for years to come. So I'm assuming. If this, again, this is hypothetical, but this is just how these things go. Whatever Tony Khan's dad's name is that I'm blanking on is like probably Shad. look Shad, Shad is probably Khan. Shad Khan is probably looking at the cash that they're losing from this right now and being like, "Hey man, we need to you know start to figure this out." Cody Rhodes has no leverage; he's just a wrestler on the show, just like anybody else. But he, you know, he rightfully should have gotten a lot more of that company and probably tried to work for it. And Tony's got his dad breathing down his back saying, hey, I can't keep handing out whatever you guys asked for. And, and you know, he got rolled on. That's how I think this went. So let's think. Um, what, is, what did Cody accomplish while he was there? He, he solved racism. Remember that time he solved racism? That was amazing. 
Um, he got a neck tattoo, right? He did get the neck tattoo. He oh, smashed wait, wait, Triple wait. H's. He smashed Triple H's throne. Yeah, Chris. Can we reverse back? Because I think that in this time, in this time, in this age that we live in, I think it's we should elaborate on his solving racism. And by I mean we should elaborate on it. I have no idea. I forget what you're talking about. So I he had a, he did a promo where he um, talked about his baby girl and how oh, that's right. Yeah, his yeah. wife. I'm not racist. I'm married to a black woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you're just you're not. He I, mean, I don't it. know about. No, him. he solved it. That's it. I don't know about him. It's done. I date black girls. <laughs> Is that Cody Rhodes? That's every racist that says racist shit and tries to own it because they, you know, have had sex with a black woman once in their life. That's because he he was gonna beat up the British guy. Yes, I forgot because he's the American. Yeah, I forgot how how it worked into it because that was a go. This isn't about race. This you is know, about that, America. Right, that's what's right. funny. That's what's funny here, though. Think about it. Uh, he's done nothing. Uh, of interest. Actually, most of it was pretty fucking painful. The only thing he did of interest was keep playing babyface while everybody fucking hated him and then left. <laughs> like, they didn't even finish that. That didn't even finish. Yeah. I, right? Uh, it, Brandy Rhodes was getting into a feud with Patriots. <laughs> we had to sit there and watch those fucking promos for like three weeks. And Oh, and that, and that Brandy Rhodes one was like... I'm a black like, I watched. I, I just watched with my hands <laughs> over my face. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there you go. R.I.P. Cody Rhodes. AEW doing well. Hoping he does well. I hope they get paid. Reality TV. Whatever. But if they go to WWE, there's no way. I mean, I'm, I just won't. I'll, I'll see you in a couple more years when you come back to AEW, I guess. He, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. He goes, to a, he goes to WWE. He is fucking Stardust within the year. <laughs> and he's going to put that suit on with a big fucking smile on his face and realize I never should have stopped cashing these fucking checks. Yep. Because Brandon. no matter where oh, – go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm about no, to go ahead, Chris. No, 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 no. It's, I want to rehash it. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm fucking blanking. Oh, it's also funny how it's so unprofessional for any television program to have, like, a, an ongoing plot line and then without addressing it just bail – that any other ver- like it's happen. We're used to it in wrestling now. WWE yep. does that frequently. If that happens on any other TV show, it's like that's a it happened on the Sopranos. No, 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 great show ever. On the Sopranos, real bad. But I, which one are we talking about on the Sopranos? Russian one. I was about to bring up the same thing, but that was always the knock on everybody. Bitches about the Russian guy never coming back. Yeah, it's trash. Even uh, Sopranos is good, whatever. But that's a trash thing to 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 do. And it was a WWE thing. We're like, whatever, they're a mess. They don't care. The fact that Tony Khan, like, it was the first time this comes up, botched it to that extent, cracks me up. It's just like none of these people even know what they're doing two days from now with their lives. Right. And they're on TV. He's, Tony Khan just tweeted. There it goes. Uh, Cody Rhodes wasn't that good anyway. That's why I didn't resign really him. Uh, watch Dynamite tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he big swolled him. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts on uh, Cody, Brandon? Yeah, man, I think I think he he fucked up pretty bad here. I'm I'm Chris, assuming he's losing all of his TV. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I would assume that he's anything that was filmed. Like, I don't think Roads to the Top was 
still going on, right? It's season finale. So, that was it. again, this is like, I forget if this was Fightful or Meltzer or somebody. Again, they said renewed for season two, now not happening because of this. This well, is strange. Go ahead. Well, hold on, though. I mean, I, I understand why it's not happening. It's not because the majority of the show was based on the fact that they were, built, quote, unquote, building this wrestling company. They're right. not fucking there. Bye. Especially when now we have to go get the rights for other shit. Fuck How this. Nobody's money was watching he asking it anyway. Jesus. I, I don't know. We need more details for me to. I, I just. I don't know. He lost all his properties. Unless he has some huge plan on the horizon. That we'll find out about. And it's not. How much money could WWE pay him? What's the highest paid guy on WWE? Uh, Roman Reigns? How much do you think he makes? Do we know? I have no idea. They don't really release that. Well, it's all public now, so they probably do. There you go. How much does Roman Reigns make? Roman Reigns, this is according to Sports Keto, whatever the fuck that is. Roman Reigns is one of the highest paid athletes in WWE. He earns an annual salary of approximately $1.2 million and above. There you go. Yeah. You think that fucking Cody Rhodes is getting a million a year to go work for WWE? Maybe. So I just found on, yeah, Sports Key that told me number one, number one was Brock Lesnar, who makes yeah, $12 million. Dollars. Yeah, this was from November 7th of 2021. I got December 17th. These guys don't know what the, what they they know what the fuck they're, talking, the fuck they're about. talking about. Douches. What is this first sports? Sports spelled with a Z. What are these companies? Why do these pop to the top of the list? <laughs> because nobody nobody else out there is willing to even talk about this horseshit. Cover it. They don't care. I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. I guess we'll find out more information. That just hit me today, though. As like an, oh, that's how all this is going on is because Shad's looking down. He's like, my fucking kid somehow got all these guys that work for this company and nobody owns any of it. We get 100% of everything that happens. These are just guys. Well, this is the most brilliant move I've ever heard. So hold on. Maybe you just you just may have made a point. Maybe part of his his maybe he was asking for part ownership of his of his, uh, you know, of, of his property on the show. He had to have because and he yeah. they were like yeah no without like divulging too much about what I do that's standard practice and I, I guarantee you that it, as soon as that unfolded he had plenty of people in his ear going you yeah they fucked you you should have asked for you should ask for that you should go back and next time you get to the table with them you got to demand that and he probably right. was like yeah I am getting screwed and came back all hot and Tony's like sorry I don't need you you're getting booed every time you come out anyway yeah. they can cut QT too. Well, I mean, but don't be surprised now that all the other guys that came in in the beginning, uh, like the Young Bucks, when their contracts are up, they ask for it too, and Tony Khan tells them to get the fuck out of here. That could happen. Well, he had to set the tone, right? So if it was one, it's yep. four, and all of a sudden yep. now you're giving up 10% of that thing. So he's like, just yep. nope. screw it. Don't, don't even ask. This is, that's what happened. We don't know. You, no, that's what you happened. were, you <laughs> were a handful, a handful of wrestlers, um, you know, some of which were Kenny Omega, who is huge, but not in the United States, you know, not on television in the United States, I should say. And a bunch of wrestling, basically two indie tag team guys and an ex-WWE guy. And you came in and you came in there with, with a company that's owned his the father of the owner of the company is a multi-billionaire. Mm-hmm. And it was probably been cutting people's fucking throats 
uh, business-wise his entire fucking life. Entire you, city? What the fuck's this company? And you're, you're yeah, fucking, they, yeah. And you. Like brake pads for Toyota or something. Yeah, you were like, you were like, you know, a little kid, a baby getting into a boxing match with fucking whoever. Professional boxer. Anthony Gogo. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. You're I was walking you guys in. about this during the week. Sorry, was, uh, it's like you look under the hood at AEW, and it's like it's like the uh, pizza place on DoorDash with a name you never heard of, and you look at it, and it's just Chuck E. Cheese. It's like there's <laughs> there's nobody there's nobody in there. There's like a couple people with random jobs, and it's right. Tony Khan raking it in. They got guys paying, paying uh, freelancers to film this show, bust them around. Flexing Gate. That's what he. That's what he owns. I have no idea what Flexing Gate does. Flex, flex seal. Bumper works. Swill, Phil Swift for flex seal. Oh, that fucking product eats ass. Does it? That, that's what? Flex seal? Yeah. Yeah. Stinks. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> that's not what he has, though. Whatever Flexing Gate is. That's what, that's his company. Automotive manufacturing company Flexing Gate. Okay. So typical carny shit. Yeah, it sounds carny. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite, I guess. It was a good show, I think. Uh, we get our um, MJF uh, celebrating the win. Comes in on a uh, comes in like uh, one of Jabba the Bu- Jabba the Hutt's uh, brother and sister on the on the, the big uh, big. Uh, what do they call that, Chris? What do you? I, I know what it's called as a litter. I, I don't litter. know what they okay. were calling it on that show, but we'll go with litter here. Okay, is that it what it's called? It's called a litter? All right. Yeah. Being carried out on a litter, um, making out with his real-life girlfriend on TV, and uh, celebrating. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah. I mean, what, this, you know, we get the, the overflow from the, the cheat last week. Obviously, that wasn't going to be the end of this story. And they kind of – it's the driving force of most of – Dynamite this week, so we get some good good matches out of it. I don't think this is a particularly memorable segment, though. How about you, Chris? Thoughts? Um, I thought the uh, makeout session. I didn't know that, that was his girlfriend, but I thought it was uh, quite awkward mm. and a little uh, gross. But other than that, I mean, you know, typical. I'm the heel. I cheated to win. Now I'm going to come out and gloat and get called out on it. So I'm not mad at it. The one thing I think is funny, was this, was it, uh, Dynamite last week? He was wearing the blue suit mm-hmm. with the Burberry, which just doesn't match at all. So it's like, all. like any wealthy person, you, you just give that thing up when it doesn't work with the outfit. It's like he's got this bright blue suit on with the, with the Burberry scarf still at all times because that's like his signature thing. <laughs> there's, there's other brands. Cause there's yeah. other, or, or buy one of, go, yeah, <laughs> or buy one of every color. I think that that's Burberry match. though. That's Burberry's that's, signature that's Burberry's signature color. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, as you can tell by my clothing, I don't <laughs> shop in Burberry too often. Flare sweatshirt today. I see that. What do you got on there? I have uh, the uh, broken, broken skull. skull. Oh, that was oh let's go. It, it's the broken skull. Uh, I, yeah, something happened with him. I don't know. Go so ahead, let me see what you got on first. Explain what broken, you got on. Broken skull. It's uh, it's a homage to the Arizona State. T-shirt that superstar Billy Graham wore in the one uh, promo that he cut, like one of his famous promos. It's on YouTube. Broken Skull, Broken Skull Challenge, Broken Skull Ranch. Very cool. 
Yeah, it's uh, rumor is that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be at WrestleMania, possibly wrestling Kevin Owens. Thoughts, Brandon? Would you watch? Would that does that excite you? Like my initial reaction is, oh God, no! Don't don't bring fifty eight year old Stony out there. But also, yeah, I would definitely watch it. I love him; he's my favorite of all time. Yep. If he's coming out, it's my duty to to show up and have my eyeballs on the screen. I'm not going to complain about Steve Austin being on top. No. Enjoy him every time he's on TV. I don't want to see him wrestle. If he beats him up in like three seconds, I'm cool with that. <laughs> Gives him middle fingers, drinks some beers, and says, see you later. He could kill 18 minutes just like driving an ATV around, just fucking off, yelling at people. Did you watch the one where he, drive, he goes around with like, uh, who was he with? He was with Ice-T in his old neighborhood, and they went to the barber shop. Have you seen the show? Uh, the one on um, was that no, USA? Yeah, it was the USA one. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I saw that one. It was like, a while back. He has this, like, I'll take Becky Lynch out for a day, and we'll, like, do a couple, like, date-type things together and bond and interview. I'll interview over the course of that. I haven't really watched the show, though. Yeah, the man's been – the man has many children. I'm looking at his uh, Wikipedia. He's got four kids, and he's got four wives. He's admittedly a horrible father, self-admitted horrible father. Okay. Yeah. Steve? Yeah, Stony. Steve, Stony Steve. <laughs> I like calling him Stony. I don't know. It's a great name for him. It is. All right, let's move on. I think the last uh, time I, I, him I would watch, in Dallas, I would, it was fucking fun. Yeah, guy He separated his shoulder immediately. Yeah. Um, I would uh, look. He got, the, in my opinion, the best wrestler of that era, bar none, hands down. And then you had the uh, my, one of my favorite wrestlers on that show in this era. You know, I don't think anybody's really better than him when it comes to the whole package. Who are we talking about? Kevin Owens. Okay. I don't think there's anybody on that show better than that dude when it comes to the entire package. Let me ask you a question. No. Watch WWE. For me? Yeah. No. no. Brandon, do you still watch it? Like, catch it, sit down, turn it on? No, no, I can't. It's actually, yeah. re- it's repellent on the, uh, on the, on the menu, on the guide. I'm actually like, ooh! Yes, my wife will put it on sometimes, but you know she is able to have fun with things, and where we're able to not and analyze it and hate it, and I'm like oh god, and all this other shit. So, although she curses everybody on the show too, so. <laughs> she's a, she's like that. The old remember, like I was telling a friend about this about how like in the seventies. The old women loved wrestling. Like, I know a lot of people who used to watch wrestling with their grandma. And the old ladies that come down, you'd see them on TV. Like, they would show it at the Spectrum or MSG, and there was this old Italian lady. She would run down. She'd be like, hey, you motherfucker. And start screaming and yelling at people. Like, they knew her name. They knew who she was. Like, that was a lo- that's a lost thing. The old lady that, that loves wrestling. Stanley's mom. Yeah. Stanley's mom. Stanley's mom. Stanley mom's Stanley's mom's dead and half of Stanley's body's dead. Yeah, I think Stanley <laughs> might be dead now too. Is he still alive? That's a shame. Who's Stanley? He's the guy who used to go to the ECW shows down at twenty three hundred. He and would the yell. Of, the rest of his body died. I think well, he, he, was, would, he was in a wheelchair eventually. That's how I explain. That's that's how I that's <laughs> how we describe being in a wheelchair. Half dead. Half your body's dead. Last time we, I you ain't got a show was it where we saw him wheeling around? What show was it? ROH. ROH show. Yeah, I think it was ROH New Japan. We, it was like our first time we went to wrestling there in fucking decades. I think it's Von tried to hit me with a cane once. Yeah, she did. ECW. Because yeah. she's screaming and we made fun of him. You're my Stanley alone. 
Real story. Dude, fucking anybody tries to move their can, I'll rip it right out of their fucking hands and hand it over the head. She falls down like a tripod. And he can't pick <laughs> her up because he's got no legs. <laughs> oh, mommy! He just starts spinning around in circles on his wheelchair. I got a whole but, thing going on. That's it. I'm assaulting old ladies. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. This fuck first. I'm the worst right now. ECW Stanley. Yeah, E.W. Stanley. Anybody out there, listeners, remember Stanley. He's, I think he's still kicking, but not literally. He ain't got no legs. Oh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> no. I'm getting he ain't got, he'd argue with you, but he ain't got a leg to stand on. This, this ableist crap you guys are spewing it over here. I'm, I don't Sorry about that. Sorry. His mom was not very nice. I'm sure and he look, he, a nice guy. He, he annoyed me in 1993, so that's more than enough to fucking carry a grudge. We're gonna plug in a couple. I apologize. Apologize ahead of time. Apologize ahead of time. Last week it was uh, we were talking about Stephen Hawking guys at the Stardom show. Now we're talking about Stanley with no legs. It's a shame. A couple guys plugging in their blue Yetis and trashing people in wheelchairs on a Tuesday night. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get away from this. This is dangerous. Dangerous talk. Canceled. I'm canceled already. Um. Uh, Darby Allen and uh, has refused Andre Al Idolo's contract, and they both want to be TNT champ. Brandon Buff. Yeah, is this a segment? I watched it a week ago now. I actually watched this live this week, and now I'm like, uh, what the hell happened? Uh, this was and- Andrade finally tells he meets Darby Allen's boss. Yes. His employer. And, he, and Sting and him have this awkward conversation where he's like, nice to meet you. I don't think he even knew what Sting's name was. He's like, nice to meet you finally, Mr. Sting. Did he call him Mr. Sting? I think he called him Mr. Sting. Did, it, did he say Sting? Because yeah, he could hardly Sting. make out what even word came out. But He called him Mr. Sting. Sting. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, he, look, he's a wrestler. He's a pro wrestler. He knows who fucking Sting is. No, I know. But I thought this was the bit is that he's like, I don't fucking get how do any mean? of this stuff works. What do you mean, bit? <laughs> So, no, nah, hey, anytime Andrade comes on with this, with this, I'm interested. Um, Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I love everybody here except for Sammy Guevara, and that's what kind of almost starts to flush this down the toilet. Mm. You know, he's it's the like baby fun- face. Yeah, he's the good Darby guy. Allen's the baby face. Let's get the worst two dudes, like relationship king number one and two. That's what they should do. They should have a match where they just give advice on relationships. Whoever gives the worst advice is now the new TNT champion. There you go. All right. Um, Ward low in the blade. Don't care. Oh my god! Inner circles team meeting. Brandon votes. <laughs> I have to explain. Uh, uh, oh, hold up, hold up. This got an A, according to. Blair Get Bell. the fuck out of here! Wow. Well, because I was thinking, Time this... Warner owns it. Yeah, well, I mean, we, I mean, we know why, but it's still baffling. Go ahead. This is the w- worst spot to be. I was thinking when I was watching this is like the, the the spot where you've dumped a ton of time into this, and this is a multi-year story, and it's I don't know if you would even say culminating, but resolving itself, and I don't know why anybody would possibly care that's the that's the worst thing that you can do and tremendous amount of time no emotional impact this is what we got out of this in my opinion Chris 
So let me, can I reverse something? Cause you were, you, you blew past the ward. I'm not going to talk about it for long, but the Wardlow blade thing, mm-hmm. please. If you're even attempting to slightly try to camouflage this guy going baby face, don't have him squash heels. Right. That was it on that. I was like, he's obviously fucking turning now. He's beating up bad guys. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was, um, this was like, this is like when we used to do backyard wrestling. Yeah, it was really bad. Like, it's really <laughs> bad. And, like, when Jericho got gripped up, like, it, I think there was some, like, it was, it was awkward. Like, like, it was almost like, a, all right, this dude's going too far kind of look. Like, I'm really bad at you because you just grabbed me. Jericho's fucking hair plugs. Like, you know, and just, just remember, remember two weeks ago or last week, I told you that I almost went to this. I would have had to fucking sit through this live. It was fucking show though. It would have been a good one. It was fucking, yeah, no, the rest of the show was fantastic, but this was just, it's just so sad. And somebody said they're trying to shoehorn these fucking guys in there to have something to do with them because they're such a major part. They were such a major part of this in the beginning and it never, I mean, I'm still a firm believer in the fact that Jericho was never really truly, people weren't truly behind him. They were behind singing that song. Right. That's a massive part of it. Which like is I said, insane because that song well, is so bad. No, I get it. I, it is. It is. I agree with you. But you go and you – I often will uh, wait till guys I know who watch wrestling come into the bar and I'll play it on the jukebox for them. And it usually <laughs> takes about <laughs> – it usually takes about three-quarters of the song to look at me and just go, fuck you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's – it's uh, it's uh you know, it, it, I've said this a million times. You see it on TV and then you want to do it. And that's what they were kind of – doing for months on end years yeah. on end and now it's just like you've been to live live wwe events people yeah. say that same person will stand there and say uh we want cena cena sucks yeah it's the same person yelling it yeah exactly you know I mean? it's not really two people in the crowd arguing it's yeah one right, person exactly. going, you know boo cena cena's great it's so that I was, was just thinking part of the crowd. I was just thinking about it with this i was because i was getting into the business side of these things today with the cody Rhodes news and they said that Cody or uh, Jericho is the highest paid person on that roster until CM Punk came and they ma- they matched what they gave Jericho, mm-hmm. and Jer- Jericho is just full blown mailing this in, and that's despite his in ring skills, that was always his specialty was coming up with some kind of story out of thin air, character to make something interesting, and their interaction is like Sammy Guevara is talking and then he just goes shut up Sammy, Sammy Guevara ignores him and then he does like the which would show like. None of these guys even care about each other at all. Sammy Guevara's comeback is, I love you guys. You're my brothers. But also, I'm going to take my vest off and I'll quit right now because I've quit before and I'll quit again. And so I guess I don't really love any of you guys. So it's just a total mail-in. This is how they're getting out of this. (laughs) They're hoping that one of them doesn't resign. They just don't have to tell the rest of the story. (laughs) Just go, what? Oh, if we, if you we America's top team getting over again. If we get three years in where contracts are expiring with the show and they do that WWE stuff where it's like this story's over because a contract and we're never going to address it, man, I will be disappointed. Right. I mean, it's it was bound to happen. So I don't know. I th- I think we're just as surprised that he didn't. They had to know that it's. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Why would they keep what, building the stories thing? for both Cody and fucking Brandy Rhodes? Up until last week, and then not resign them. I don't get it. Maybe he just sprung that. Oh no, I want more money on them. Thought he'd hold them hostage, pull an Ultimate Warrior, and they were like, later. 
They're like, nope, I got my car shield money. What's it called again? Flex and seal? Flex, flex and seal money. Flex, flex and seal. Flex guard. Flex and Rex. Um, face of the revolution ladder match qualifier. No surprise to us, right? We were stoked. Um, but before this happened, Adam Cole and Young Bucks attack Rapungi Vice backstage and Jay White shows up from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, they go bang, bang here. Twitter was going nuts. Yep. I, and, uh, um, Jay White, you, I mean, you think about like someone that generally would get me excited, all these free agents, just like you watch the crowd kind of awkwardly act interested to Danhausen, which I'm still confused why he's getting a pop every time he comes out. Um, but this is one where you're like, it could be the, if they want to, and I know he's still with New Japan, so he's not, you know, I don't think he's going to get there with AEW, but could be the best wrestler on the planet if he gets to that point. So for him to come over is a legitimate big deal, in my opinion. Yep, he has a match. Did he have a match on Rampage? I believe he did. He inserted himself in oh, at yeah, the end right. of the yes. tag match. Yeah, Rapungi Vice versus, we'll talk about that now, I guess. Rapungi Vice versus Young Bucks on Rampage. And um, Jay White ends up coming out and beats up uh, Orange Cassidy. Um, what do you think we got going on here? These guys going to move between shows. What do we got going on here? Chris, thoughts? Well, one thing I noticed about this was is that um, is it me or do the Young Bucks only lose when it's they've had the title forever and they have to drop it? They, I mean, they win constantly. It's just it's like every time they go in the wing, you know it's going to happen before it happens. But they got this weird dynamic with you know, it it, it, it it's it's very muddy. Um, Jay White shows up and then it's, you know, well, did, you, did you tell, tell Kenny? Ken, Kenny doesn't like him. Did you tell Kenny? And, and Adam Cole's like, well, when you're Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life. But then he interferes and inserts himself in a Young Bucks match and the Young Bucks. It's, it's just muddy. But, it's, but I'm glad Jay White's there. And it's all it's awesome. Confusing it's, us. I'm so confused. It's, it's awesome muddiness because Jay White's involved. So I don't give a fuck about the rest of them. They're all fucking amateurs compared to that dude. Fucking Young Bucks are like, some of the Trash. worst actors on television. <laughs> go, like you said, you fucking in the beginning. Go take a fucking acting class. You go live in California. Class. It's not that hard, dude. Any we thoughts to... before we move on? No, we can move on. I think this is just uh, Rocky Romero going. He like, book me. I'll if, get me in a match if I bring Jay White over. So this is what I, that's what on happened. Give me on TV, please. Okay, so uh, Isaiah Cassidy of Private Party. He's in the ring. He's accompanied by uh, Mark Quinn and Matt Hardy. And outcoming, no surprise to us, but uh, no surprise to anyone, I don't think. Uh, Keith Lee comes out and dominates, and this was fucking awesome. Brandon, thoughts? Yep, I called it the Bearcat. He comes out. People were pumped. <laughs> um, this was a good crowd reaction moment when, he, when you're like, oh, who's an AC for this thing? You know, a strange assortment of, of characters. Uh, gripping their hair and, and yelling, holy shit, it's Keith Lee, even though right. it was also all over the internet. And he looks awesome. He's firing Isaiah Cassidy 15 feet in the air. Isaiah Cassidy is cool, by the way. He's one of the ones that, um, of these mid-card guys could go somewhere in the next couple of years. But yeah. yeah, Keith Lee, you know, that's an interesting dynamic to the show now. So happy to yep. see it. Immediately into this, uh, this, uh, face of the revolution thing, which I'm assuming is a ladder match. Is that what it is? 
I don't know what that gets you. Yeah, it is, right? You get the ring, that, right? They, you you get, grab the brass ring. Grab the brass ring. So he's immediately did, in this. Yeah, but did a lot the, for what Scorpio is Sky. So, yeah, what happened with Scorpio Sky? You get a TNT match if you... You get to fight... You gotta be like... You gotta I'm be like four different people. Thoughts, to get to, you get a you get a fucking hemorrhoid pad, and then <laughs> and if you get hemorrhoids, you're taken care of. That's basically the steps. Hemi, um, hemi insurance. Not surprised. Um, the private party dude, what's his name? Isaiah Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cassidy. There's two Cassidys. There are two Cassidys. A lot of with all the dudes with the same last name. I don't know, but Isaiah Cassidy gets. He gets beat up like a chicken shit heel like no other. I mean, at one point, I didn't know that he did this all the time. Apparently, he does. I never noticed because I think I kind of tune out when those guys are on. But um, he screams at the top, top of his lungs when he got thrown up in the air. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this. But it was hilarious. Um, no, this was a lot of fun. And, and, it, and it was exactly what you needed. It was like fucking pure squash. Um, and uh, I enjoyed it. And he's... You know, Keith Lee, AW likes to do this where they bring a guy in and then it's all hype and then, and it's not a bad thing to do. And then he goes into that match and he doesn't win, but then you get him in a feud immediately. So it's like, right. who gives a shit about the fucking, first of all, he sits on that fucking thing. That dude's pretty big. He's going to big, need a bigger hemorrhoid pad than that, than that brass <laughs> ring you're giving him. Sit on the dark throne. Uh, but yeah, we yeah. saw the last one, didn't we? Wasn't that ladder match in Philly? Wasn't that a uh, face of the revolution or was that just a ladder match? That was a ladder match to see who would wrestle for the title. That's the same thing with this, isn't it? I don't know, but it wasn't face of the revolution. That's a pay-per-view match. What do we get? What, what I can't find a reason why it's called face of the revolution. I'm Besides assuming the that's the pay-per-view well, coming up, right? The revolution pay-per-view. What, what does this get you? It's got to be for the TNT. Title. It was Scorpio TNT? Sky. Uh, okay, yeah. Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Sky never fought for the other one. No, he didn't. The big belt. Is it just called the AEW Championship? Is there is there another tag word in there? AEW World Tag Champion of the World <laughs> TV. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. All right, I just realized that I watched this show drunk. And I, don't, I don't don't remember, remember shit. I don't nice. remember anything. I remember all the big moments. I thought I, I yeah. Well, that's that's good. If this is like you're the filter that we need for this, it's if you got drunk and you remember it, then it's worth talking about. If you if you didn't remember it, then it's not worth talking about. Yeah, it was Wednesday was my wife's birthday, so we went out to dinner. Very expensive birthday, very expensive sushi. It was very nice, very good time. Came home and um, then she fell asleep, and I put on wrestling, and I don't remember anything. So let's move on. Like this Where'd tag you guys match. Go? Uh, we went to uh, Hiroki. The Omakaze Sushi Place down in Fishtown. Okay. It's next to Mulherin's. Yeah. Got a hot door. I do, yeah. Good? Very good. That's a cool door. That is a uh, save up some money, and that's a good birthday. birthday, uh, Everybody that was there, because, you know, social distancing, there was only, like, groups of, there was, like, four groups in there. Everybody was spaced out. It was everybody's birthday. You know what I mean? Everybody had a birthday in that group. It's definitely, like, a special occasion place, but it was pretty cool. I liked it. I went to my bad Japanese on the sushi chef. It was pretty cool. 
That's good. I like that you kept trying. You got to just keep going. I saw you posting stuff that you were, you were using Japanese, and I was like, I hope he's doing it the full meal because I think it's it's cheesy if you just give him like a little hello in Japanese and then you just go back to like, can I get the California roll? Scott, give me California <laughs> roll. Can you hold the wasabi. I don't like spices. <laughs> yeah, I was all in. Konbanwa. That's what I said to him when I walked in. They konbanwa me back, which means good evening. Respect. Yeah, respect. I didn't give him the konichiwa. Konichiwa. <laughs> I went to Zahav on Thursday. Very good. But, uh, whew. Into the two people, into the threes. Jesus. Yeah, I went to Zahav too. I've been to Zahav. I've been to his other restaurant too. What's the one in, uh, Fishtown? Uh, Laser Wolf or Sarai? Sarai. Sarai's fucking awesome. Sarai's good. I had lunch there. Is that his? Yep. I didn't know that it was his. No, Laser Wolf is his. Oh, Sarai, somebody yeah, else. I don't, Sarai, Sarai is somebody else's. I, I have, out. I don't, uh, go to his places. So no one <laughs> knows who we're talking about. <laughs> Michael Solomonov. Solomonov, yeah. Yeah, I don't go to his places. Why not? Cause he, tra- in my opinion, and this could just be me, he traded on his, uh, overcoming addiction to get more people to come into his restaurants, and I thought that was sleazy. I think that's taking advantage of the situation, brother. Whatever. That's your opinion. Go give him your money. I won't give him mine. I don't care. I'm trying to figure out who owns it. Soraya. Soraya. So Soraya's, I, uh, I think Soraya's, not Vietnamese. It's Vietnamese. Lebanese. Sorry. Lebanese food. Not Vietnamese. Definitely not Vietnamese food. It's fucking fantastic, though. Yeah. That's a great place. And so, in my opinion, I haven't been to a lot of restaurants in the city recently. We don't go out to eat there too often. But Soraya is probably one of the coolest spaces, one of the nicest spaces in the city of Philadelphia right now. I didn't check out the outside. It was winter when we went. Apparently oh, yeah. The patio is gorgeous. We, I don't even think they had it open when I went. We ended up going for lunch one day. But just like the wide open space that it is, it's all mm-hmm. naturally lit. You get the really high windows in the front. It's a real good setup. It's probably one of my favorite, like I said, one of my favorite spaces. Because everywhere else pretty much in the city just stinks like shit anymore. Because <laughs> a lot of those buildings are so old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, yeah, this is real nice. And then, like, you know, the lights get a little bright. And you're like, oh, my God, they painted this place like trash. One thing about the hob business. Brandon, did you have this problem? When I went to Zahav, they were, like, filming some show for, like, Israeli television or something when I was there, which is besides the point. So there was just, like, camera crews there. That's weird, we were like, yeah. We were, like, it was fucking bizarre. But then it took me 40 minutes to get a refill on a beer. Did you have so that we, problem? So we, we, got, we went bottles of wine, and we sat at the bars. So we didn't have those problems, but... We it was one of those things where my girlfriend got like a fifty dollar gift card from work, so it's like oh perfect fifty dollar gift card. Now this is only going to cost two hundred and seventy five dollars for hummus and flatbreads and stewed meats. So it's cra- yeah, it's crazy. But that's the way to eat though. I like that solid team where they bring like the little stuff out. When I go out to eat, if I'm going out to eat, especially with more than one person, I don't like to just sit there and just like well, let's just slam our our burgers right. and not talk to each other and then go like, lay on the couch and fart. It's like right. just pick and pick and talk. And that's how I like to do it. So places like that, a plus for me. Yeah. We had our holiday party. The bar had our holiday party on Sunday. We went to uh chew noodle house in Fishtown and basically just got a shit ton of appetizers and pitchers of beer. That's how I spent my super nice. No oh, I saw you were, Good. you were at a uh, barcade. I was at barcade. Yeah. I went to, we went there afterwards and then we ended up at Fishtown Tavern for the end of it. I'm going to tell you, I'm a little insulted I didn't get invited. I mean, I did drive you to get your Christmas tree for the bar this year. Doesn't that make okay. me an employee? No, no, that was free labor. <laughs> All right, you, try that, you try that quick crash game? The, Which one's quick I, crash? 
It's like the target shooting thing. That's amazing. The, the guy, that, the voice, so, the robot voice is such a jerk off. How high yeah. did you get? Uh, I got top 1%. I played it for like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I ended up getting ninth out of 100. I was, I got uh, like 3.95 seconds. I was looking at buying one on eBay. There's there's two of them for like eight grand somewhere. They're Jeez. pretty cool. No halfsies. I did, we didn't realize game, when we were right? playing, we thought it was yeah, all accuracy. Real. We thought it was all accuracy when we were playing. I didn't realize it was also... You have to get it as quick as possible. Yeah, By the end why? of it, we started to realize we're like, Bleh. it's like you, it's just like a almost like duck hunt, but these cups come up I with. Rem- I arms remember like, Ping. I that saw mug the exploding is amazing. Oh, dude, it's so fun, so cool. I saw I saw the picture you guys that you put up, Jim, or the bar put up. I don't know who mm-hmm. put it up, but maybe, maybe. Um, it was. I remember it. Excellent. Oh, that was one of them Not old, a great yeah, score. Was, yeah, that was one of them old games that would be like. Always in the you know corner of the Nishamani Mall uh, <laughs> spaceport. Spaceport. And uh, yeah, that I remember helicopter, that helicopter game, uh, the tank hunting game, the submarine game, oh, Sea Wolf, submarine game, Sea Wolf. So good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, talk about, talk about wrestling. Yeah. Why? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Keith Lee, very cool. Excited for him. Uh, CM Punk and his mystery partner versus FTR, his mystery partner was John Moxley. Brandon Thoughts. Yeah, uh, you know, Moxley coming out, especially in the surprise when that music hits, like that's always going to play well, especially on cable TV. Can't beat that. This was a long match, uh, for, so it's one of those ones where long match, you know exactly where, how it's going to end the moment that it starts. So. You just got to try to invest yourself, and you're like, "Well, let's see what these guys do with each other." You know, the novelty of CM Punk and Moxley wrestling together as a tag team was cool. FTR, you know, works very well. Obviously, they're one of the best tag teams of all time, if not the best. I don't know if you've heard that, Chris, but it's the truth. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, other than that, it's like a good. You know, this was a solid cable TV show. I would have been happy to have go- have uh, gotten this if I went to AC, but I don't Chris. have too much to say. Chris, thoughts. Oh, this was fantastic. I, I yeah, enjoyed I really every bit of it. Uh, the, my only knock on it was is that um, they did the finish, and the finish didn't take, and then they did the finish again. Right. Um, I, I, you know, I think that, um, and this is me nitpicking, but there's kind of a reason why I was. They could have cut this match by almost 10 minutes, and they could have squeezed two people we didn't know into the card and gotten them on TV, but they let this thing go way too long. Um, I started tuning out near the end. Uh, I mean, if you're going to have them give the guys a doomsday device and then nail them both with your finishers, make that the end. You know, don't make them do the doomsday device, then nail them, and then try to nail them with both your finishers and fail, and then nail them with your both, both your finishers and win when we already saw you try to nail, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're getting repetitive, and for no real reason. The end result was the same. And I right. think they could have just backed this match off a little bit. Had that been the finish, doomsday device, both finishers in the middle of the ring, knock these guys out, and then, because, like, you know, they don't look bad. They're going to look good. They're the heel tag team, right, going up against basically, you know, they're, like, you know, mid-level super superheroes going up against the guys that got their own comic books. They're going to lose. And um, did I lose you there? I think I lost you there when I when I said that. Your face kind of went like I was, you were trying to figure out what I was saying. Who? You. Oh, no. No, okay. I got so, you. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, but, I mean, you know, I, I, it, just like, a, like to just, sometimes I want to see people I haven't seen before. So, like, I don't mind seeing, I, I, you know, I mean, I want to, I want a night where I get to make fun of, uh, what's her name? Red Velvet? 
Like I want one of them matches in there. You know what I mean? Like oh, one of these one. matches get some young people in there. So, but that's one of that, those very good. Chris, that's one of those things that AEW like it's an old wrestling thing that AEW just completely ignores, like protecting a finisher. They just throw finishers out left and right and kick out of them on cable TV. <laughs> well, so you know that's a good point. I'll make a real good. I'll make a point real quick. You uh, before we started the podcast, I told you guys I forgot to watch Rampage this week, so I threw it on real quick. And one of the things I noticed, and I, and I've probably said it a million times, like how many fucking false finishes are you gonna have? I mean, really enough. You hit a guy with a fucking belt and he kicks out. You hit a guy with a ring belt and he kicks out. You power bomb a guy on a fucking step sideways and he gets up. It's like sometimes it's like eventually it's like, dude, can we just can somebody just lose to something Everyone that looks horrific? Strong. Like you know, you did something horrific to the guy. Make him fucking lose, dude. It's awesome. It's fucking wrestling. It's not. Oh fuck! All right, let's go. Move on. I'm done. <laughs> Atlantic City really popped for Moxley. I popped for Moxley. GC Dub, baby. I heard that now. It was uh, CZ Dub. CZ Dub. They were chanting. But I popped for Moxley. I didn't know it was going to be him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, All right, so here's more of what Chris was talking about. Um, We get the TBS championship match. Jade Cargill versus Aqua. Is that the way her name was pronounced? Aqua, right? A-Q-A? I believe it was Aqua. They were calling her AQA the whole time, so. Were they calling her AQA? I think yeah. it's supposed to be Aqua, though. She called herself AQA. Oh, she is AQA. Okay. I don't know. I was drunk. Uh, this match stunk. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? No, this is the, uh, the Jade Cargill show we're getting for a little bit here. Some better than others, but yeah, I believe you texted said the worst AEW match of all time. Yeah, this is pretty fucking bad. This is easily the worst one that's been on TV. That, uh, not on Dynamite or Dark. This was so bad. I mean, they both looked cool, but man, they were fucking flopping all over the place. They, uh, the uh, okay, one thing right. I thought was interesting, one thing about this, uh, I think they mentioned that Aqua or AQA was like one of Booker T's she is. people, which I just kind of thought was interesting that they referenced that since Booker T has nothing to do with the, the program. That's a like weird blurred line thing that they'll, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have no problem by name referencing people that have never worked for them. Who else is a Booker T product? I believe Bianca Belair was originally a Booker T training. I think. Chris, okay. awesome. Yeah, this was brutal. This was like, oh. And not like, like it was just like, oh. This is messy. Just really, really messy. messy. And back to the point I made weeks ago is that this is going to be your problem. You're either going to have to have her beat people that are really talented and can make her look great because she can't carry anyone. Okay. You know, I mean, whatever. She'll get better, but we got to watch it live. And I guess they really kind of, I mean, look, they put it in the perfect spot because after that Mox match, everybody went to the bathroom. I guarantee you. So it wasn't even like many people in the audience really even saw it. They're probably all deflated and tuned out. Right, right. That's the down match. Popcorn match, whatever. Huge fucking 35-minute tag match. Everybody's going to be gassed at that point. All right, let's move on. Uh, The Professor, Serena Deeb, and her five-minute rookie challenge. What did you think of this, Brandon? I don't know. I was going back and forth on this where I was like – I was like, this is really insulting to the division and like its lack of depth. Um, 
but then I was like, ah, it's kind of kind of fun that uh, you know Deeb's like actually making a thing of it and working with it. So I don't know. I, not that I would, not that I found it like offensive, but I was like, man, they're really rubbing it in your face that she's better than ninety nine percent of these people by a wide margin. This person's name is Katie Arquette. I'm assuming <laughs> David Arquette's daughter. Chris thoughts. I thought it was fucking hilarious, especially since you let time run out and still beat her in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Like I said, we need squash matches too. So, yep. And if anybody's yeah, going to just beat the shit her. out of somebody, it's her. Okay, the Serena queen of the silver screen. Okay, what's going on here? Got some stuff about this uh, Arquette person. When she's the queen of the silver screen. In this Cody Rhodes drama that was unfolding today, one of the things he said was he felt like he disagreed with the way they're handling the women's division, I guess yeah. came out and he felt like there was a lack of depth to it and that people weren't doing a good job of raising the bar of a lot of these wrestlers. So for mm-hmm. that to be, so that to be like back to back, those two things made it, uh, I think a little bit more awkward to me, but yeah, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that, you know, uh, car, she is going to come back and beat her. That's what we're going to get out of this. Right. Yeah. Oh. All right. Main event. Texas Death Match for the AEW World Championship. I think we, we agreed it was a, you know, the conclusion was known that Hangman Page wasn't going to lose, but Hangman Page beat Lance Archer. This match was fucking rad. Brandon Thoughts. Yeah. This was a ton of fun, man. A lot of blood. This is, um, you know, I felt like plays well with that CZ dub, GCW crowd. Down there to shore at the boardwalk hall. At the shore. Uh, Jake the Snake is somehow the only manager in pro wrestling history to like not communicate with the wrestler he's working for about whether or not he wants him to interfere. He interferes. <laughs> and Lance Archer's like, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> they're yelling at each other. That's a big part of the match. But yeah, they're today. You take the whole place apart to end the show. So can't complain. I really want Jake to get that DDT though. Yeah. I just wanted to see him do that, do it, and get the bump. Anytime he falls on his butt, it's good TV. So at this yeah. point, they even get that. This is dad pants. Chris left. Yeah, this was awesome. Uh, the best part of the match was Jake the Snake's <laughs> fucking like, ooh, I don't know. What do you want me to do? <laughs> he got he got yelled at like I yelled at that kid at the bar on Saturday night. And he was like. Fuck him. Archer's yeah. one of those guys that, like, um, I don't know if he'll ever go any higher than this with AEW, but he's as good as Hangman Page if they wanted to go in that direction. I don't think he's, like, noticeably worse than their other title uh, holders. What do you guys think about that? No, he's good. He's a good monster heel, but he can work in the ring. I like him. I don't think I'll ever have the title. Chris? No, I, 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 I like him. He's got a great sense of humor about his tramp stamp. So, <laughs> you know. All right. Let's move on to Rampage. Uh, we talked about Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice. You guys got anything else to add about that? No, right? Nah. Uh, Britt Baker versus Robin Renegade. Now, Robin Renegade's sister was on Twitter, and uh, she said... Watch AW Rampage tonight to watch my sister Robin Renegade lick Britt Baker's ass. 
not kick. Well done. There you go. Brandon Thoughts. No comment on the, the ass licking, the renegade ass licking. Uh-huh. Um, I guess Thunder Rosa back in the, the picture with Britt Baker, so that's some positive movement from, uh, I think Britt Baker's pretty much done nothing for like, I don't know, eight months now, so mm. I think it's, that's probably what we were most interested for from her, Thunder Rosa again, so can't complain about that. I guess we're getting Jamie Hader versus Mercedes Martinez before that match. I don't know. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, this match was uh, not good, but an advanced storyline, so I'm down with it. Yeah. Now, is, we it get... is it Hater or, or Thunder Rosa versus Martinez? Oh, we're getting hit Jamie Hater and Martinez eventually. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they announced like this week. We'll go through it, but that this week or something is Rosa versus Martinez in a no DQ because of the the pipe DQ. Oh, so might have a, a pipe war. A pipes allowed match. Pipe, pipe war happening tonight. Chris, thoughts? Nah, you guys summed it up. I'm good. Hook versus Blake Lee. Blake Lee. Blake Blake L.I. Brandon, thoughts? This is one of those ones I I refilled my water, (laughs) cut some cheese and crackers, and it was over. I didn't even get a look at Blake Lee, so (laughs) that's how fast this was. They were just having some squashes in. Yep. Uh, Chris, thoughts? Yeah, well, they announced it was a squash, right? I mean, he just kicked the shit out of him. But I, I, I found it like odd that they announced Blake Lie as a former high school champion wrestler. Like, yeah, like I was a, I was a former high school champion football player. I was like, a grade school baseball champion. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why the what? Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, he's a former champion of high school. We've been in, cha- we've all, you, we all went to high school. <laughs> I mean, you were a like, champion football player, Chris. I played for a, a, I, I played for a JV team that won a championship. <laughs> there you go. There you we go. The best record in the public league. Yes, yes. I, I got no recognition for it, but technically, yes. What did you get a trophy? This, I, we did. No, I got a trophy. I I, I think I, I got a plaque for that. I got a plaque for the JV championship or the undefeated season and the championship. And I got a, um, I got a, uh, I got a trophy for most dedicated player. Uh, I proceeded to completely ditch school for the rest of the year and hang out with my fucking idiot friends. And then one time I was, I, I, I was coming home from, we went to you, uh, we went, we went to the quarry up by the Chamonix, Creek, you know, that big rock quarry we used to go swimming in. And I ran into a couple guys I played football with on the bus ride home. And one guy went, most dedicated player. And I proceeded to rain blows upon him in the back of the septa bus. Like there was no tomorrow. That was my dedication to the fucking sport. You know what else you earned out of that? What? A nickname for your stepfather to bully you with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so you all stayed all the time. Whenever you screwed up, he would say no state for all state. Mm-hmm. Good guy. <laughs> that's another, thoughts on that's, that. a, that's another fucking podcast that'll go on for about you know yeah. six years straight. <laughs> we can go in if we we can go down that road if we want. There's you, enough, I mean, not you, enough, didn't, you didn't win most dedicated student. I don't know what. You, no, you I don't know. Yeah, you got to go to class. Like the football, didn't like the rest. Right, Dexter Manley was fucking fantastic. He couldn't even read. What the? I don't know what the problem is. And it was his goddamn fault that I couldn't play football after that because if he never got caught being illiterate. 
I would have been, they would have been no academic probation because that didn't start till fucking Dexter Manley shit started. Damn. Google Dexter Manley. What position did you play? I was a center and a offensive guard and a uh, linebacker, but I couldn't tackle. So they moved me off of that position and they put me on the O line. So when you would chop it up with Jason Kelsey at the bar, would you go, you know, you, I used to, I used to be all state center. I was, <laughs> I used to be no. a champ center. A champ too, no. champ. No. No, I, 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 uh, no, I would discuss my impending her- hernia <laughs> surgery and he would tell me, like that. I, no, I would discuss a lot of people did. I am a little bit too smart for that. I just discussed impending surgeries with him because I had to have hernia surgery really bad and he told me how it was going to go. That was about it. And prote- and did a lot of, a lot of time protecting him from, lost. If I was you there, I would have taken that guy's head off. You know what you should have done there was. Yeah, you fucking got like this. There's been been a lot of good eagles. You are the best one. (laughs) There you go. Don't be that fan. Yeah. Um, (sighs) There's a guy that comes in the bar that um, Orange Cassidy was in the bar once, and uh, this guy went up to him girl introduced him and he went oh yeah i've seen you on tv i love your gimmick and when he said gimmick he shut down and didn't talk to him anymore don't use entire terms dude yeah they don't like that at all i don't like that shit no, don't do that no well we do a wrestling podcast so we know about wrestling oh. we use all the terms we want to use I try not to <laughs> here's another thing if you do a wrestling podcast i'm just assuming this is has, hasn't happened but if you do a wrestling podcast and you meet a professional wrestler you probably shouldn't tell me you do a wrestling podcast. I was just going to, can you imagine? <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, I do actually do a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs> just just melt into liquid behind the bar. Right. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> uh, the main event, Jurassic Express versus the Gun Club for the AW Tag Titles. Nothing says main event and excitement like the Gun Club. Brandon, thoughts? Skipped it. I the only Thank thing I liked so about I. this the only thing I liked about this was um before the match when Mark Henry's piping gassing him up, uh Jungle Boy demands like the loudest ass boys chant and Billy Gunn grabs his sons by the ears like they're little kids and he and he doesn't want to even put that thought into their head that someone would say ass in front of them or call them the ass boys. You know, like thirty year old men. Did you notice that um Jungle Boy keeps doing this thing where he keeps on saying, I'm going to take that ass hard and stuff like that. It's like innuendo and all over the place. He does it like every promo. It's great. Did you notice this? I didn't, no. Yeah, the last couple of weeks he's been doing it. And when I take that ass, I'm going to go hard on it. He's a shit. <laughs> he does it on purpose. You can I tell. I love it. He's not breaking his, his face. He's just completely stoned. Like. <laughs> Try not to laugh. Yeah. Chris thoughts. Oh, I didn't watch this piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. You got Austin. my favorite character in professional wrestling, the monster babyface that just gets the shit kicked out of him all the time. <laughs> what threat is fucking dinosaur guy? The dinosaur. Everything guy. he does, he loses. I, I don't understand this. Austin Gunn is at the top of the list of, like, you're related to somebody. You've got to be. Yeah, he's the, I mean, they're I mean obviously he is. Obviously he is, but just... <laughs> When you see him, you look at him for one second, you're like, oh, shit, you're not, you're not actually supposed to be here. Yeah. Cousin, are you? <laughs> All right, let's look at this week's Dynamite, unless I missed anything. 
Brandon, did I miss anything the last week? Well, no. I missed a lot. I missed an entire show because I wasn't conscious. I was awake, but I wasn't conscious. Yeah. Um, You're lucky. Danielson, I guess, was like talking a little bit about he didn't care about Moxie CM Punk. That's still, that's still boiling. I think that's probably the most interesting thing that's, that we didn't discuss that's, uh, ongoing, but no real movement there. Yeah. I think he said the offer's still on the table. I believe he said that. Yeah. Chris? No, I got nothing for you. Uh, you're lucky you were awake but unconscious because nothing really to write. Other than a tag match, I don't think there was anything really to write home about. Keith Lee. That's one of those, like, if you're there live, 8, eight to 9.45 rules, and then you're like, oh, another hour 15. Right, right, right. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Keith Lee, he's, I'm excited, but eventually Hamlet's going to come out, do a promo. And it's going to be like, well, forsooth on yon window, for I will pin the bad guy, for thine <laughs> is thee, and thee is thine. I don't mind him. I don't know why uh, he's really against him, his uh, it's vocal all, skills. It's, uh, yeah, well, it's not it, – I get. I feel embarrassed for him. I feel embarrassed for all these guys. I feel embarrassed <laughs> for myself, actually. Yeah. We're talking about it. <laughs> just spent an hour and 22 minutes talking about this. All right, this week's Dynamite card. I'm on mm. uh, DailyDDT.com. This oh, that sounds like that sounds legit. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Uh, Hold on, can I stop you? Yes. I want you to read every misspelling that you find as it's spelled. Okay, I'll try my best. All right, Danielson versus Lee Moriarty. So I guess we're getting a little challenge going on. They came out during the promo and uh, with uh, useless Seidel that somehow gets a paycheck. And um, they uh, during uh, da- uh, Brian Danielson's promo, uh, Lee Moriarty and Matt Sidal came out. Oh, Matt yeah, yeah. So I guess that's where that's coming out. I was doing a lot of fast forwarding through this entire episode of uh, of uh, Rampage. Mm-hmm. Brandon, does this excite you? Um, I mean, yeah. Why not? This is like a decent TV match. I'm curious what's going to happen with these Nightmare Factory. Guys, now. Yeah, no, there's no uh, nightmare tattoo hovering over them like an angel. I wonder if Tony Khan will be that petty where he's like, we'll squash all of the things that Cody's created in, in AEW. I don't think so. These guys, well, he doesn't. There's so much. There's so much. Like, these guys are young. Let's keep them around. And they're and more importantly, they're fucking cheap. Super cheap to keep them around. As soon as they get too expensive, let WWE have going to be like uh it's isn't he a fucking uh, uh sabernomics or whatever the fuck it's called the sports money yeah 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 he's a um he's a uh jesus he, he's their analytics guy yeah he's analytics he's analytics, sports analytics. jaguars yeah there you go <laughs> i think he's the, nothing it's just whatever but to the same point i think it's just whatever if you own the jaguars their value goes up whether they win one game or eight so why not just win one who right. cares you're right i think yeah. it's basically AEW. max caster versus wardlow in a face of the revolution ladder match qualifier brandon thoughts <sighs> this one i'm not excited for i don't i could do without caster on tv every other week Max so Wardlow's one. I guess he's going to get a little offense in though, right? He's not going to get completely squashed. No, he'll probably get completely fucking squashed. Yeah. He'll he's come been out and squash everyone and get fucking squashed. And I'm sorry, I love it. 
Yeah. If you're going to be that much of a dick and then you get fucking squashed, it makes your dickness that much better because you just keep doing it, keep talking shit, and you get the ass beaten out of you. But to my earlier point, Wardlow, second week in a row, or yeah, second week in a row, be fighting a heel. Now he's heel fighting. Squashing him. So, 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 wonder what's happening. Baby friends. How about uh, Chris Jericho versus and, uh, Jake Hager, who we haven't seen. When's the last time we saw him fucking wrestle, Hager? MMA, uh, dude. The MMA fight? <laughs> Is that it? I, forget, I don't know if the MMA was before or after he descended from the... The rafters? Jumbotron or whatever, and that was that big... Eh. Was that was that the last time that he fought? Was that pay-per-view match? In summer? Where they were, like, all over the place? Yeah, yeah, it was in summer. It was the... Uh... Yeah. It was like it's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, that was yeah, it was Conan with with his tumor at the bar, right? It's yeah, it was his hernia. His hernia. It was Stadium Stampede before there were fans in the building. Yeah, and that was the one. I thought you said he came down from the ceiling. I was about to make a uh, car shield yeah. reference here. <laughs> Did he come down from the ceiling in that match? I don't remember any of this. That's how like long they, ago it's been. The match started, and they all came off of the top of the like. Big screen in the end zone. That's Jake it. Hager. How do I pull up his like? Is this doesn't there a website that has like everybody's match history? Like yeah, um, uh, what's it called? Um, it's like yeah, full. I, I don't think it's worth your time. Oh, it was that AW Full Gear? He was in a ten man. It was when he fought like a UFC fighters in that street fight. Yeah, cage match. Is the word. No. Is it no, oh, that's right. The street fight. That's right. Well, anyway, Jericho and Jake Hager versus Santana and Ortiz. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, this is a this is going to be a tough one to talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Chris thoughts. I hope the match goes so poorly that Jericho's rug gets embarrassed and like <laughs> crawls out Takes of the off. arena. Yeah. <laughs> Sadie's Martinez versus Thunder Rosa in a no DQ match. Brandon thoughts. Two two lovely ladies cracking each other over the skull with pipes relentlessly yep. on on TNT. <laughs> TBS, don't steer the don't steer TBS. the listeners wrong. TBS, oh, yeah, TBS. TBS. that's right. Chris, thoughts? I I'm 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 down. Yeah, same here. I think uh, Hater gets involved. Of course, I think she uh, pulls the legs out from underneath uh, old Mercedes Martinez. I don't like when the weapons, this is such a stupid rant for 90 minutes into a stupid podcast. I don't like when the weapons are beyond belief of, of the actual use where it's like you can break someone's a guitar over someone's head or a kendo stick or a chair. But when it's like the sledgehammer or just lead pipe it's like you can't you can't do like a, a you can't fake this that's murder you, you, you but only in professional wrestling can you attack someone with a fucking deadly weapon and just show up next week for a paycheck semi <laughs> <laughs> like go ahead just like you, you can't do that sorry right, sorry go ahead oh, good James on the ring I'm always a big fan of people that use hammers and they use the handle instead they just want to be safe I've got a big old hammer let me use the handle and wacky with it 41-year-old Mercedes Martinez is going to come out and sink the, the claw side of a hammer into Thunder Rosa's skull. On. Hold on. Just to, Jim, 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 just to quote one of the greatest revenge films, the greatest revenge film of all time. Yes, uh, uh, Shallow Master Killer. Shallow Master Killer. Using the handle is much better. 
Using so, the handle's much better. So what you you're no. I I'm I just sorry. Heard you. I was wrong. I'm, yeah, was you wrong. were. I was wrong. Semi Guevara versus Darby Allen in a TNT title match. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, I would actually be down to get Dar- that belt back on Darby. He's probably been the most fun. Him or or uh, Ru- I want to say Rusev, but it's Miro. So uh, you could get somewhere out of this. The, the Sammy Guevara TNT title run is just kind of killing me. So yeah. we need one of these TV champions to have like crazy matches. Chris, thoughts? So uh, you know, I I'd like to say I'm really into this match, but fucking Sammy Guevara makes me want to gouge my fucking eyes out. I can't look at him. I fucking dis- I just there's a actual like I physically I, I fucking despise the man. I don't even know him. There's How about something this, about him? He's How about fucking this? Maybe creep. this will save it for you. Le low interferes, though it won't matter. That's fantastic. But here's the other thing. I, I think that just... the I think the no holds barred match is going to go on last anyway. Yeah. So interference is it going to or no DQ match? So an interference in the TNT title match is probably. Would make sense. Maybe we'll get a triple threat out of it. That no, I would love that if we get that at a pay per view. But I will tell you this: um, <clears throat> I noticed something too. Not only does Sammy Guevara just infuriate me just to see his face, but now he's coming on my television and making me. Fu- he's been doing it for a while. He's making me fucking read it's too with these small for me fucking. To read. It's really small. Yeah, God. Ugh. Fuck. He does that Bob Dylan thing. Yeah. And you just don't want to be watching. Bobby, listen, or I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to say it. And, and, and it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect that he's doing it because uh, Bob Dylan was a cunt and fucking <laughs> Sammy Guevara is a cunt. So, yeah, well, I'm Brandon, hanging up. Brandon, thoughts yeah, on listen. Bob Dylan being a cunt? <laughs> Bob Dylan, greatest of all time. There you go. That does not, Wait. That does not make him not a cunt. He can still be great and a cunt at the same time. C-words all over the place. Yes, that's it. a good one. Go ahead, Brandon. No, I, I, maybe, sort of, but it's like he's Wayne Gretzky compared to number, the number two all-time NHL points leader. He's looking down on everybody from by a mile, so right. maybe he talks a little shit. Yeah, all right, excited, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down, thumbs sideways for this upcoming uh, Dynamite, Brandon. This is a down. This is a clear down to me. I don't. There's none of this. None of this is interesting. So this is a good week. We'll talk about a uh, pacemaker. Chris, I got a good sideways on this. I think the uh, Thunder Rosa, um, Mercedes Martinez match turns it from a thumbs down to a thumbs sideways. The big Cody swerve too that he actually resigned is going to be amazing. <laughs> Where they went through all this effort just to just to screw us over and fuck with our emotions. Have you, uh, Brandon, did you go on uh, Twitter and lose your fucking mind and type out a giant thing about how Cody has betrayed us and Tony Khan is the uh, greatest savior of professional wrestling? <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't imagine. I can't imagine doing that, but I do enjoy reading some of their responses. Up until recently, I've people would be like, it's toxic on there. It's so bad. Like, it drives you nuts. And I would always be like, how? How are you getting... Uh, like emotionally invested in this, it's so stupid. Lately, it's actually I've flipped, and I'm I start to go on there and get angry. And now I just have to turn it off. So I don't really post that often. I just watch and like. How would you say anything to the just the, into the public? 
It's so weird. Well, I don't have anything to say. Like, it's for one person to read it and like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they don't even like. Nobody ever likes anything. Just like, oh, I just, I really just cool. read stuff and it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. I would like to explain to them, but they're like, you're just going to circle the toilet bowl. So just let it be. Big fan. I love it. The only thing you could do online is what Chris does and, and go top top fan status and just top fan ma- out. Ma- master troll <laughs> and then never respond. Yeah, yeah you never respond. out. <laughs> no. I got in an argument with one of the guys from um, Voices of Wrestling once. Terrible idea. Before you know it, I was getting DMs from weird people that are like super fans, like calling me a piece of shit and stuff. Yeah, I was like, tell yeah, this guy. I, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'll never speak to anybody online again unless I'm giving them positive reinforcement. I give no, no one any air. Do you remember what the reason? What the reason was? I think you were upset about Matt Hardy being a magician on a AW or something. If you're getting in a fight with somebody that has like a lot of followers too, that make that makes it way worse. One, yeah, one, one Saturday night at like one o'clock in the morning, I got in like a. 25 tweet exchange with Stan Verrett, the ESPN anchor, about something. It was just like I woke up to 200 plus notifications on Twitter from just anybody that that follows and, and will sit there and read a, a goober from ESPN for hours. So. Yeah, and they also don't like they tag you and everything. Tag me, man. Yeah. Me alone. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Stan um, Verrett. I'm a big fan of Reddit where they can just vote you down. They don't like what yeah, you just make it disappear. Just make it disappear. It's gone. Big fan. All right. Uh, n- this week, I believe we get our um, promised match between Donna Del Mond and, and Prominence. I will preview it for you guys. Should be a good one. Hopefully, there'll be some blood. Spill some blood. Is it going to be? Is it going to be up by next Tuesday? You think? We'll find out. I don't know. I think it's a Cork and Hall show. So it should okay. be up, depending on when it airs. If they do their shows, the way Stardom World works is if the shows happen in Tokyo, usually the next day they air, so Cork and Hall's in Tokyo. If it's out of town, they usually are on the weekend, and they wait until they get back into Tokyo to do all their editing. They don't do it on the road. They do it when they're there. I think it's one guy doing everything. I'll try to turn it around and watch it if we can, because I don't want to talk about AEW like this again. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about like <laughs> No. Like, I had other stuff lined up today, but it's, like, with the Cody news and everything. The show was fun, but it wasn't really groundbreaking except for the Keith Lee part. So now we got to sit around and wait for Cody news. I'm assuming it'll be released tomorrow because they got to air a show. You know what I mean? I'm taking this as, like, legit. If 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 this is a work, he's got everybody fooled. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a little bizarre, but, I, I yeah, I think it's legit, too. I think I think you're on the right path, that. He blew it. He went in there trying to to get some deal that the cons were not willing to give up on. And sorry, you did a great thing for our company, but when it comes down to it, we don't have the money to be, just be handing out to people anymore. Adios. See you, bud. Yeah, I, I like stuff like this, like just awkward behind the scenes business shit, where it's like, yeah. man, Cody, you got taken for a ride, dude. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Chris, but that's yeah. You, I, I, you know, I think we hit. We may have been like, you know, kind of in the uh, general vicinity when we were saying that he probably realized they probably are all realizing that eh, you don't got really got any fucking vested interest in this. And if you got let go tomorrow, 
You'd have nothing to really show other than your salary. You'd have nothing to show for it. And you did all this work and it might be going from, oh, these guys, this guy is great and he's willing to start this new company. He's going to give us all a voice. It's going to be different than WWE, blah, 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 blah. And then you realize, holy shit, he's just another fucking cutthroat fucking businessman. Cause that's all this boils down to. I get into these arguments with I mean, people. I don't, I don't, I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I don't think it's necessarily cutthroat. I think you're just trying to save a buck, man. You're still not filling houses. You're still not 100 percent in a lot of these places. And then all and the, when it comes down to it, a guy wants more money than you're willing to spend, and, and you yeah. can sign instead of signing him, you can sign three guys for half, like you know, for less can, money. Or maybe you can use the tools you already have in your fucking toolbox. Right, exactly. And not sign anyone. You know, it just seems like when you're signing people and not fucking using them, then why are they there? And it's almost like, you know, that um, the con WWE con guy came in and he probably said the same thing. Right. Right. You got eight million tools in your toolbox and all uh, and all you need is this one. It's got six fucking tools in it. That's all you need. But you know what I mean? I just don't happen to have that sitting there. But like, <laughs> I mean, is that a multi-head screwdriver? <laughs> you can put this, you can put everything together with a six in one screwdriver and you have fucking an entire $10,000 set of snap on tools. You don't need fucking any of them. Get rid right. of them. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what's happening with these guys now, you know, and frankly, I would much rather watch a show that's got some dudes that I know and then a bunch of guys that I fucking don't. Because if the writing's good, if it's coherent, if the stories are compelling, it don't matter who's performing them as long as they're doing it well. Right. You know, I don't give a shit. Like I said, with stardom, I'm starting to catch on. I'm attaching myself to people. I don't know who any of these fucking women are. I don't Ooh. give a shit. The woman in the towels. Oh, it's yeah. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cody Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes is in stardom. It was very entertaining. <laughs> was he? Very, it was very entertaining. I would say it was good. It's quite entertaining. Yeah, I just, I guess I, uh, the perception was that AEW was like by the wrestlers for the wrestlers show. And then all of a sudden it just kind of slips out on Twitter today. It's like, oh, the cons own a hundred percent of this. It's not at all. He's just been being nice. Now he doesn't doesn't have to anymore. By the wrestlers for the wrestlers, maybe behind the scenes, but when it comes down to cutting those checks, there's only two people in charge. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's interesting, man. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to come of this. You know, maybe Tony Khan also he starts this business and he's one of the few smart enough people to realize, hey, look, I always wanted to do this, but I don't fucking know how. You know how you get people that are like, buy that bar. I'll run it better than you can. They fire right. everybody and it's closed in a month. Right. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. He probably shows that maybe he shows up and he goes, hey, listen, I always wanted to. He said, I always wanted to be involved in the wrestling business. He starts a company. He gets a couple of guys to help him, you know, with all the uh, shit that he doesn't know. He knows money and that's it. And they help him out and he surrounds himself and he doesn't do any of the actual writing or any of that create creative shit. Other people do that. And maybe he's smart enough to know that. This is an interesting time to be a wrestling fan. Not really. Stone Cold Steve Austin. is going to be at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes. is going to be filling bags at the fucking shop, right? <laughs> so, uh, in the nineties, um, yes. We found out that Stevie Richards 
from ECW fame and short time in WWE. Yeah, he was in my English class. He was in Jimmy's English class, but he was also working at, (laughs) once again, Time Out up in the Chamonix Mall, which used to be Spaceport. So we just did a two arcade references to the Chamonix Mall in one show. Uh That's the third Uh, time the Chamonix's been brought up. Yep, third time the Chamonix's been brought up. And... um, we were going to, he said, he made a, he said that if anybody goes up there and says anything to him, he's going to kick the shit out of him. So we were like, I can't wait. We're going. Bring we it. Never went. We, we never, never went. went. There were like eight of us. Let's go. It's like, oh my God. We get to beat up Stevie Richards. This is going to be amazing. Well, the thing thing Eugene, is, I believe. The thing is, is do you think he would have been doing the, like, you know, wrestling punches? I'm fairly certain that wrestlers think that you actually fight like that because they don't know anything about the real world. So they don't know how to fight. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like when Jericho was like, I stood up to a MMA champion before. Like, no, you just didn't get killed by him. That's how that happened with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, you know, I'm sure he was probably like, Asha, 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 kicking like, Stevie Richards is the one that absolutely crushed JBL over the head with the chair, right? No, that was a blue meanie. That was blue meanie. Wasn't it? No, no, no. Blue Meanie got crushed by, J- by JBL. By JBL. So there was uh, like Stevie some Richards back, got revenge and crushed him over the head with one. And Stevie Richards just hit him as hard as anybody's ever been hit with a steel chair. Good man. Northeast Philly guy. I'm glad. Good man. Because if you see that fucking video, whatever happened to Blue Meanie was fucking. If you ever watch anybody out there listening and never wants to see that, look, Google it. I don't know how it works, but. <laughs> Google Google uh, Blue Manny getting hit by uh, JBL. Uh, I've never seen a human being busted up that bad in my life without being fucking unconscious. And I've I, I've hung out I, I I hung out with, uh, with, with with Brian right Brian Heffron is that his name Blue Manny yeah. yeah Brian I've hung out with him on numerous occasions I've fucking like over the course of like you know like because he was friends with friends of mine we all became friends he's in, I can't see under any circumstances that anybody would fucking maim that dude like that he's such a nice guy. Yeah. So I'm glad what the story he told, and this is this has made it into like my personal lexicon of just random phrases that I will throw out, was that he got added last minute to a flight to fly to Raw and they, and they put him in first class. So even though he was like the last man on the totem pole, so he sat in the seat. Now all of the vets walk by and were like pissed. Undertaker sitting in coach and he's in first class. And he, but, but the phrase that's always stuck in my head is Mick Foley came on the plane and saw him sitting in the first row and he just goes, Oh, meanie, no. <laughs> Me, meanie, no. I'll just, in my personal life now that I always go, Oh, meanie, no. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. Maybe he didn't fucking know. He did. Yeah, he's Undertaker, like, I don't. Under, like Undertaker, he's never sitting in first class in his fucking life and he got excited and he sat down. I'm sure he didn't mean to disrespect anybody. And when you have these things with these unwritten rules that you never tell anybody what they are and then people break them and you beat them for it, it's not really the way to teach people shit. Chris, you remember when we um, did, worked a wrestling show in the uh, 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 fucking YMCA and then we I was, uh, I was gigged in chair shots and uh, then people were going to beat us up after, so we had to run away and get in the car and leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we showed everybody up. Is what we showed was. everybody up. We were better we're fucking mad because we killed we killed the fucking show. Yeah, and um, they were all mad at us. And I remember getting cornered by some old wrestler. I guess he was an old indie guy. Right. And he was like, he was like in a, you know, like the the fucking like fur collar, human skin jacket, yeah. the, the brown dogs. The, yeah. 
no, 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 no. Like they're legit ones, like a like a rancher jacket. It's got the fur collar and I have yeah. the fur piping around here. He fucking corners me because there was a stage in there. And I was standing behind a curtain, and he corners me. He's like, oh, you look like a big guy, tough guy. <laughs> you take a chop. And Ugh. I was like, oh, I, I, get, I, I watched guess. All and he started chopping me. And what was my reaction? I guess. Nothing. I was just like, okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Sorry. Thank you, sir. Sorry. Sorry I exist in your weird fucking world. What do you say to me? What do you know? One guy was like, were you like no karate or something? And I was like, yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> they had all these goofballs, and then you get two kids from Northeast fucking Philly. You're gonna take no shit from nobody, right? Right out of yeah. fucking piss and vinegar, right out of high school, right out of yeah, fight everybody. Right. Are you guys a tag team? <laughs> no, no, no. I was a heel. Chris was a baby face. I was, I was the baby face that got a concussion from the heel. Yeah, it was my fault. I was, I ended up hitting him with the chair, but we weren't trained, <laughs> trained professionals, so I apologize. No, I'm sorry. No way. I think I, I apologized you know. back before, but I'll apologize again. I'm sorry. No, I don't give a shit. Led, it led that's to all you know this. You've really, yeah, that's how you know you've really found yourself in Loserville is when people are getting mad at you for doing a good job. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's exactly you did better how it went could. down. And, and like, started, after we started like bleeding and hit each other with chairs and trash cans and shit, the next match was like, people were just going absolutely ape shit. They shut the show down. Yeah, it was, it was. We were like, we need to get the fuck out of here. So we cut like a really quick promo on video and ran out, hopped in so my So it was, car. it was uh, the main event, uh, speaking of ECW and Stanley, the main Ian event Rotten. was Axel Rotten, Axel Ian Rotten. Rotten, whatever the oh, Rotten that's still alive is, if any of them are. And Chad Austin, who was like the original jobber at ECW, because they would just have like, you know, guys that lost, but nobody was really a jobber. He was the original jobber in ECW. And they were the main event. They were the big talent that came down. And they, <laughs> Ian, were, Ian Rotten. Oh, they were so fucking Axel Rotten. They were so fucking mad. Everybody was. And they were just breaking shit. It was. And they were like. It was just, it was, but their match was completely incoherent. They were just running through shit and busting up tables and fucking show got shut down and we ran out. Yeah, we had to leave. Chad Slavinsky from Red Bank, New Jersey. That's who, uh. Well, guess what? I wrestled on the show with you and I was fucking better and I had no training at all. None at all. Didn't even have to take a fuck properly. Nope. We were just younger and better looking, I'm sure. There you go. There's our story of the week. Something interesting. Yep, better than AEW. Okay, let's get out of here then, guys. Just cut that, move it to the front, and be a good show. Yeah, <laughs> just that's the whole show. <laughs> Twenty minutes of a wrestling, old wrestling story. All right. As I scroll to my notes, here we go. Thanks for joining us this week, and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Hey, if you want to follow me on Instagram or on Twitter, on the what am I at? Jim Lorraine Barr. That's my Twitter handle. Brandon, you want people to follow you on Twitter or no? Nah. <laughs> I don't really tweet often, but I tweet about wrestling only. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for uh, Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim. We'll be back here next week. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, wrestling is Hard Productions. Cool. Okay, bye. Oh, meanie, no. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs>